Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. You're listening to Mint Business News with me, Gopika Gopakumar. Here are the main headlines this morning before we wrap up for the weekend. The Supreme Court of India has set aside a Delhi High Court order that allowed Bharti Airtel to rectify the input tax credit claim of excess goods and services tax paid of around 930 crore rupees. In May last year, the High Court had allowed the mobile operator to rectify GST returns filed between July and September 2017 after the company said it paid excess tax on inputs in absence of a purchase-related tax return form. Securities and Exchange Board of India has imposed curbs on trading by employees, trustees and board members of mutual funds. The curbs also extend to purchase and sale of units in their own mutual fund scheme where the employee is in possession of any information not communicated to unit holders that could materially affect the net asset value or the interest of unit holders. Morgan Stanley has downgraded Indian equities to equal weight from overweight due to expensive valuations. It said it expects the market to consolidate ahead of potential short-term headwinds. The brokerage also said while the country's key fundamentals are positive, at 24 times forward price to earnings, Indian equities could see some consolidation ahead of the Fed tapering, a likely rate hike by India's central bank in February and higher energy costs. Morgan Stanley's downgrade follows similar moves by Nomura and UBS over expensive valuations. Interglobe Aviation, the operator of India's top domestic airline, Indigo, plunged to a seventh consecutive quarterly loss as sharply higher fuel costs and fixed income outweighed robust growth in revenues. The company's consolidated loss widened to 1,400 crore rupees in the second quarter from 1,200 crore rupees a year earlier. Invesco has approached a division bench of the Bombay High Court to challenge the verdict of a single judge bench of the court earlier this week that restrained the US fund manager from calling a special shareholders meet to remove Z Entertainment Enterprises managing director Puneet Goenka and also reconstitute the board. The appeal before the larger bench of the High Court will be heard today according to the High Court website. Beauty products retailer Nykaa's 3-day IPO got off to a strong start with the portion meant for retail investors getting fully subscribed within the opening hour. The IPO was subscribed 1.5 times at the end of the first day. The IPO offered by the company formerly known as the FSN e-commerce ventures comprises a fresh issue worth 630 crore rupees and an offer for sale by promoters. Facebook is now called Meta, the company said, in a rebrand that focuses on building the metaverse, a shared virtual environment that it bets will be the successor to the mobile internet. The name change comes as the world's largest social media company battled criticism from lawmakers and regulators over its market power, algorithmic decisions and policing of abuses on its services. Moving on to markets, shares in Asia-Pacific were mixed as investors monitor stocks of Apple suppliers after the tech giant's revenue miss. U.S. economic growth slowed more than expected in the third quarter to the softest pace of the pandemic recovery period. The GDP expanded at 2% annualized rate following a 6.7% pace in the second quarter. And in business term of the day, we look at Metaverse. It's where the physical and digital worlds come together. It's a space where digital representation of people interact at work and play, meeting in their office, going to concerts and even trying on clothes. Metaverse 
makes use of the virtual reality. With that, it's a wrap on today's edition. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Stay safe. Bye-bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.